I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, it's Derek Johnston here, and you're watching the Battle Fever podcast. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 29 of the Bears Corner. We are just waiting on Derek. That's him. I think he's there. I think he's there. Maybe not. Don't know. We'll leave it and see how it goes. How are we all tonight? Obviously, this is, I hope people realise that this is our first podcast. Where we've had to comment on a Rangers defeat since the start of their pod. And it's a uh, gotten. But listen, it's not all negative. We have to be positive, right? We have to be positive. We have to think about what's coming. And really, although we're all disappointed, we still have to remember there's still so much to play for this year and we kind of let it fester. It needs to get out of the system pretty quickly and let's get moving on with what's going to be. Hopefully a momentous season for the club. Um, joining me this evening, I think we might have Derek now, but joining me this evening, Master Policies, how are we doing, mate? All right. The reason I've got this perplexed look in my face is, as you know, and as all the viewers and listeners know, sometimes the video plays, sometimes it doesn't. The intro video didn't play, but Derek Johnston did. Oh, you got the good one out of it then, didn't that's you? The, that, that's the power of the DG. 
that's the power of the main man. That's neither DJ saved my life. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm okay, thanks. Yeah, getting by, you know how it is, uh, all things considered. Good, mate, good, mate. Also joining us this evening is Derek Clark again. Derek, how are we doing, mate? Hey, we'll come back to Derek. Hang on a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should be I'll okay. We'll come back to him. He's yeah. maybe, he's maybe I something wrong. I, I, I think he's... He's in, I think he's in the Mosney corner, but the Mosney corner's moved into the centre cent of the bloody screen now. It's getting on. I don't know what's going on there. I know, it's disaster. A... Disaster. For Baz. <laughs> For Baz. <laughs> yeah, my, 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 my twisty pen's just... Uh, my just depends. Uh, is the thing is, this is for Derek. Blink twice if you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, can you hear us? No, no, I don't think so. We'll come back to you, mate. We'll come back to you. Hold on, as we message just for in the. Oh, the can't, can't, he says he can't hear us. He says he can't hear us. Um, so. Obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to. Um, well, in fact, we'll go to viewers first, right? Because there's some viewers in yeah. there that are here every week. All right. Before, all right, Troops, we are the people that we are. Mark Mitchell, how are you doing, mate? Um, Blue Rangers, how are you doing? There's a lot of. Oh, Diane, hello, how are you doing? Um, True Blue, how are we doing? Um, we see ID. You'll be hey. nobody. You, you'll know be. You'll you'll know be first. More the fact that you can't hear Derek. You will just want to move his head to the side, wouldn't you? That's just poor man. Not mean poor man. Um, I've been drinking since three. Oh no, no, no. no she's been drinking <laughs> since say three. <laughs> oh no. The type. The type. The typing shows that. <laughs> French. Who's a who's a mate, we... not a colleague. We, we, we will be sliding into the pod's DMs later. <laughs> oh, dear. Billy, how are we doing, mate? David, how's it going? Um, Dale, hello from Los Angeles. I love the fact that somebody watches. I know. And do you know something? That. I know I've said this before, but I'm gutted I was supposed to be there in April. I'm gutted it never happened. Oh. Bloody COVID. I was, off to, I was actually off to... Um, uh, just just north of Malibu, I was doing. I was, I was working with the US Navy there for a week, and um, damn it, I was living all the time. All the spaces paid, everything was done. Oh, Kenny, all right, troops. And then we see we see ID says Christmas night out. I take it as a virtual night out. In fact, you're joining us in the middle of some imaginary pub. Uh, oh. Matt, how are we doing, mate? Is your light just been out there? Me? Aye. Uh, no, my uh, thing is just come up with browser protection from Norton. So um, I'm going to drop out and come straight back in again. Two seconds. Okay, I'm hearing my thoughts. What could possibly go fucking wrong? There you go. Could, oh, oh, there he's back. He's back. That's fine. That's fine. No, yeah, exactly. Actually, actually, do you know what happened there? It was not a bloody uh, screen popped up. Oh, did it? No, see, I've just noticed actually that the lighting in this room makes me look ginger. Nothing else wrong with me looking ginger, but I'm the actual See, that's, that's, that's why I changed to one of these things. Right. And that's, because, that's kind of freaking my head to all a different person here. But hey, because what was happening was I'd had the spotlights up and it was shining down and everybody was complaining. Uh, I was looking, you know, like, like ridiculous. Look at that. Look at that. That's mad. Yeah. Anyway, haircut the mora. Haircut the mora. Right. Crank on. 
Derek, just you. I'll put a wee message in the chat to Derek. Just you pop in when you can. Um, but oh, he's away. Okay, no point. Um, we're going to go back to Tanadice last week because that's obviously, um, you know, it's, it's a huge game for Rangers considering we've always struggled there, mate. You know what I mean? We genuinely have always struggled there. So it's a, a, yeah. a huge, huge game for us, you know, um, I believe anyway, because they always want to, they always want to beat us and it's, 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 it's just written there for them to just go, I'm going to fucking end their unbeaten run. And I couldn't handle that really. So, your thoughts ahead of the game, mate, last week? Obviously, we were messaging the chat and stuff, but we were pretty confident. We said on the pod on Friday night, or Thursday night, sorry, that we were pretty confident, but it's just one of the ones, isn't it? When you go to Tannadice, it's a potential there. Yeah, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, it's not COVID. Um, yeah, I think, I, think I, was, I was pretty settled. I was pretty, pretty comfortable. I was pretty confident. I was... Happy, I, I, was, I thought. Well, you know, it wasn't going to be a formality, but I was, I was confident we'd, we'd do the business. Um, but I will say this: when, when we, when we, uh, when we did score, especially the second one, I was actually out my chair and going, "Get the fucking up, yes!" You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and it's, I've not, I've not actually had a, re- a reaction like that since the old firm match. So. I usually quite sort of calm and go, yeah, well, that's it. Well, we'll play, boys. We'll play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick off yeah. again. Let's go. Not a five. Not a five. No, I was like a fucking bastard. Fucking win you. <laughs> Derek, we're just talking about Dundee United last week. Pleasure to have you again, mate, on the show. Um, it was just a wee bit. We could see you, but you can hear us. I don't think that's what it was, wasn't it? Sorry, can you repeat that, Scott? Sorry. Apologies here for the technical issues down here in Warrington. I think <laughs> stuck in 1920. <laughs> Sorry, mate, I had it about how many months ago, Paul? I had it. It was every week with me, and it was yeah. Bratman and out and off. So, I was just going to say, um, just a quick aside, I'm watching a, a thing on Netflix called, I think it's called The English Game. You see? <laughs> and, and it's based in your part of the world, and I'm, I'm utterly convinced your broadband is from that era, 80, 80, 80, 1878 to 1888. Well, well done. Yeah, well done. Yeah. The, the English game is, is too far advanced, I think, for where I am at the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're way behind. I know, I know what happened to Stephen. They all went and strike in the mill, didn't they? And therefore, the looms stopped going, which feeds which, which a big rubber band, which drives the, the, the thing called a light bulb, which is a newfangled thing with electricity. Hey up, yeah. lads. Hey up, hey up. <laughs> Derek, we just went back to the Dundee United game there. Obviously, historically, it's been a... Not, not just a tricky place for Rangers to go, but a successful place as well, because, you know, we clinched the nine up there. Walter's first title when he came back was, was one up there. So, really, you know, it's been happy memories as well for us. But how, how did you feel before the game? Did you think that Rangers are going to do this, or did you think there's a potential banana skin here? Yeah, well, I think I said on the show last week, I predicted that a 4-0 win, just because they've been blowing teams away, haven't they, this season? Yeah. Um, but the the one in a different sort of fashion on on Sunday. It wasn't a it wasn't a vintage performance. Two set pieces, of course. And, and to be fair to Dundee United, they put up a, a, a good fight. They, they contested well. I don't think even at two two one, uh, even at one each, even I felt Rangers would, would would have enough to get back into the game. They obviously going at half time two one ahead. And even after that, you, you didn't have that sense of feeling that Dundee United were going to do something. Um, you always felt comfortable that Rangers would see it out. Um, they couldn't find the, the elusive third goal, of course, which was unfortunate. But um, for me, they were, they were, they were always comfortable in, in the game, if not 
I mean, they weren't spectacular, of course, but they got the job done, down with the three points and, and move on to the next game, which is, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about. Oh, man, telling you it's hard. <laughs> but, telling you. but we came back... <laughs> We came, uh, we came back down, obviously, Paul, we were messaging after it, mate, and you says, oh, I can't take this. I can't <laughs> take this, right? And I says, in that second half, we had complete domination, though. You know, it yeah. should have been five or six. If Morelos doesn't have two mishits, you're at least going away there 4-1, you know? And then that's not taking into account the other ones that we missed. I think Goldson had another header as well, which probably should have went in. You know, right. things like that, it's... It's so hard when you when you see your team, you know, create so many chances, and you think we're in total control. But as Paul always says every week, we've been in this movie before; it never ends well. And this year, it generally has ended well until yeah, we go to Wednesday night. Um, but it's just you were just still had that wee bit in your head that went, oh, "Shit!" By the way, they could score here and really fucking ruin this year, you know. <laughs> but we're going to go back to the first goal because that is that's that there is the very highest draw you can get. That's incredible. To be that far out, get that much dip and whip on the ball, and um, get it over the go- who the goalie was outstanding, by the way, you know, and to put it right in the post is something like absolutely incredible um, for for James Tavernier, Paul. But none that, that we've no came to expect this year. No, exactly. I think Tav's been outstanding pretty much for every, every match this year. He's been out of his skin, and that, as you say, it was um, that was postage stamp stuff. That, that, that goalkeeper is, is a good keeper. He's a tall keeper. He's like six foot three or something like that. It, it was going to take a strike like that to beat him, and I thought it was, you know, it's, it's. When I saw him go for it, I thought oh, that's just a bit too far out. And then I saw the yeah. ball flying up in the air, and I, I, I almost turned away and went, "But I, you know, that's one of the mark. Set, we set. Let's go again." And then boom, back in there, I was like, "Oh, all right, take that." <laughs> <laughs> it's st- it was stunning, Derek. Absolutely stunning. As I say, you put Tav in any other jersey down south, right? And that's getting showed in Sky Sports News all week long because it's James Tavernier in a Rangers jersey at Danadice. It doesn't really get the, the the recognition, in in my opinion, that it deserves. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've, 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 I mean, last season I was touting them for an England squad call up, at least with the form he's shown. It's not just in, in domestically, it's in Europe he's, he's performing in. Um, I mean, what other right back can produce so many assists and goals? It defies belief, doesn't it? It's it's, it's crazy. And His numbers are fine. His numbers are scary. And, and I mean, the free kick—it's not just a, a like you say—it's it's not a, a normal over the wall sort of free kick. It's, it defies logic the way it, it, it sort of dipped down and into the yeah. back of the net. You see Mark Conley looking back. And he's, he seems to think it's, he's, he's ballooned it over the bar and then he's looked at his went into the... He's seen the net bulge. He's like, what's going on here? But uh, everything he touches turns to gold at the moment. James Tavernier, he's, he's having the, the season of his life and um, a fantastic, fantastic hit that was. I think I think maybe Paul Mark Conley um, was maybe seeing stars a wee bit for a, for a collision <laughs> that happened before then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, and we'll get to that. I don't. I just a t- quick touch on what uh, Derek said. There. I don't think everything that uh, Tav uh, touches turns to gold. I want it to turn to silver. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> true. Very, very true. <laughs> uh, obviously, we mentioned the, the Alfredo Morelos incident. No, I've not got an issue with being a red card. That's no my issue at all, right? If that's done against the Rangers player, I'm screaming that that's a red card, right? I think we're all we like to call it down the middle here, although we're Rangers supporters first and foremost, but we like to say, right, the Rangers player deserve to be sent off, or it was apparently against us or whatever, right? However, what I don't like is when we go and re-ref part of a game, 
And I know that they've gave they've laid it open that they can do this, right? Mm. That's fine. But you do it consistently then. There was a challenge on Morelos at Ibrox for a Dundee United player that in my opinion was a red card. How he couldn't go back then or how they couldn't go back then and ban him retrospectively defies logic to me. We've seen Brown countless times throw an elbow into Jason Holt, throw an elbow into Kenny Miller. That, that, that's the that's the bit that I think Rangers fans have got a problem with. It's no the actual banning in the red card. That's no the instant here. It has to be done then across the board. Every the decision end- from here on in has to be done. It's the inconsistency of the whole thing that pisses people off. As you say, if he's gonna if he gets set off during a match, then that's fair enough because it looks like he did sort of a double action with the elbow. So that's fair yeah. enough. I, I don't have an issue with that. If if I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm an honest enough person, and I, I hate things. I hate cheating and I hate sort of violent conduct. It doesn't matter if it's for my team or against my team. I just hate it. I don't like it. It's not part of the game. And I'll always say I'll be very open and honest and say it fair and say that's a deserved red. And I think it pretty much was on Sunday from Avellas. I, I think he was stupid. I think yep. he knows that himself. He was stupid. Um, but as you say, it's the it's the retrospective action that's taken. When the, the when the decisions already been made by the referee on the pitch. Now they've always said they would never they would never if the referee makes a decision and a caution is given, they would never change that. But they seem to be yeah. doing this all the time, but only when it comes to Rangers. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm being biased or not in that, but I can only ever, ever recall it happening to Rangers players. Uh, right. And all we're looking for is parity and consistency. If they can't do it, even if they're not being biased, it still it still gives the impression as bias. And they have to get the house in order. They have to do it to everybody or not at all. And I mean, look at the week beforehand. Brown caught on camera deliberately stamping on O'Hallowan. And O'Hallowan was injured. Even off injured. Even off injured. Nothing said, nothing done. So that's because Scott Brown is the most protected player in Scottish football. It just yeah. is. Look at, him, look at him at a violent conduct he gets away with. Yep, yep. Derek, the, the problem as well for me is you start to open up the can of worms then where you go right and say, right, well, there is a potential to re-ref every game. No, we've turned around and, and, and we've slaughtered VAR at times that's been used in English Premier League because... It's it's you know it's the smallest of fractions that if somebody's offside and they're gaining it, it should always go advantage attacker in my opinion right because we're here to watch goals being scored we're here to be entertained we're not here to have it nil nil every week right because VAR's caught that somebody's hair is offside that's nonsense absolute nonsense now in Scotland we've got we've got VAR in a different way we've got VAR after the game happens now you know what I mean where we can turn around and go no actually that was a red card right fair enough if it was a red card but see if the match official doesn't get it. You need to bring VAR in then so that you can look at it and mm-hmm. do it there and then. Because for a start, Rangers have won 2-1. So Dundee United have gained it out of that. Yeah. You, you know, I don't understand it. I really don't. Yeah, that's a strange one. I think the only I mean, Morelos was booked at the time. I think the only time uh, I've seen uh, a booking upgraded to a red was uh, there was a Hibs boy that tackled a Celtic player, I'm sure. And uh, that... Shock. Yeah, <laughs> Shock. Well, it made me think about the challenges. Mainz Gerrard getting trouble for um, for his comments against Dundee United. In fact, at that that game at Ibrooks, when the boy ironically went and, and put put his studs through and Morelos's knee, and yeah. he said, as if it's, if it's Morelos that does that, he's getting a, a suspension, which is clear as day. Which is what the Rangers fans are. That's their angst. It says he's refereed differently to anybody else. It's yeah. clear as day. It made, that decision as well. Remember a couple of years ago, uh, Cardoso 
get his nose broke. That's right. exactly going to bring that up, mate. Ryan Bowman's uh, uh, forearm smash, and nothing was done yep. about that. You think nothing? <laughs> it's just it's that's, that's you, my problem. You, you, you can bring many of them up. I mean, like Alan, Alan Power, you know, kicking, is it somebody who's in the head? Ryan Jack, wasn't it? Right Ryan, there. Ryan Jack in the head. Uh, straight leg up in the head. And then you've got um, the, the famous picture. And I was actually at the match and I, was, I couldn't believe it. It happened just sort of right in my, my last hit with a sit. And Darren McGregor has Morelis round the neck like that and is horizontal and brings him down. Free kick Hibs. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? I don't understand it. I really don't. And as I said, as long as it's applied for here on in, that that happens in every single game, in which case we're going to have suspensions every week, lads, because things yeah. happen during the game and that, that's fit, but it's a contact sport at the end of we the day. We say this all the time. <laughs> We, we always we said the last time we'd done this we said it uh, but as long as it's dealt with from here on in we'll be happy and here we are a couple of months down the line and we're still discussing it because of the impartiality yep yep 100% mate 100% it's poor go, 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 go I'll drop it right Paul you're, you're, you're the main man no, just, just, just sort it out for goodness sakes I mean I've not, I've not prepared anything you know what I mean and I just, I'll just drop out I can actually see what he's doing there you can't see this <laughs> I can see what he's doing there <laughs> he says, I would, he's gesticulating and it's not very nice. That's all not I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah I was, I'm just trying to think where he was going to go next with this. Um, I really don't know. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think I think we do need. But we've been uh, saying uh, that for, that's been said for years. Um, yeah. It needs looking at and, and nothing gets done about it. It's, it. I don't know where you go from there. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, People are now sitting around, and it's not just Rangers fans, but if you look at uh, what's happened to other clubs recently, they're, they're saying uh, things like, um, you know, oh, the SPFL are now getting biased. Well, we had the chance to sort of have a, an investigation back exactly. in the summer, but, you know, they turned it down. They thumbed their nose at us. So, yeah. you know, you reap what you sow in many respects. Um, yeah. And I don't, I'm wondering, because we've been quite vocal against them, you do wonder if there's maybe an unconscious bias against the club i'm not i'm not a conspiracy theorist i'm not one to sit here and say yeah we are totally downtrodden at the time they're picking on us yeah all i'm saying is maybe unconsciously there's something going on um uh, but that certainly that certainly appears to be a slightly you know something against us um but you know no one likes us we don't care yeah, well, the, the referee, the referees in the main aren't very good. I think I think everyone can agree on that. And the thing that's worrying is Morelos has been done afterwards by uh, I don't know if Claire White's still there, but the, the the review the review panel and they have a look at that and they're they're not looking at other decisions. It's it's the whole trial by sports scene again, isn't it? When um, he's the spotlight's on him. It's on. I mean, I, I was watching the game on, on Saturday. He went off. He was substituted, of course, and, and Sky kept on talking about him and, and panning to him, sitting in the stand and what have you, whether there's a game yeah. going on, you're thinking, he's obviously box office and that's, the full attention is on him and he's sort of refereed, I feel, in, in a different light. Referees must go into the game think, oh, okay, he's he's uh, he's prone to uh, losing his head on occasion, so that that's in their, their head beforehand. And to be fair to him, I don't think he's been sent off for, for uh, a year now. No, he hasn't. No, I think his behaviour is generally good. That and Sunday, 
but yeah, by all accounts, uh, a red card offence. But you're, you're quite right. I think um, um, other incidents go unpunished, and it's, it's laughable, really. It really is. Yeah, I mean, we had Mike McCurry on the podcast a couple of months back, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and he gave he, he came across very, very well. Obviously, yeah. you know, he's a respected official. He's yeah. very eloquent, uh, and he was brutally open and honest. And he said, he actually said that some referees... Um, he was never really one of them because he actually had a. He, I'll, I'll get to this in a second. He actually said that some referees do actually subconsciously go into matches thinking, right, I'll need to watch this guy. And we'll actually have a word with them beforehand and say, right, you behave yourself this time. And they're like, yeah. the players are like, well, what, 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 what do I do that, that he does differently? And they say, well, you've, you know, it's almost like, you know, you've got form. Yeah. And and you, you cannot have that. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's unconscious bias, and and it, 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 it's prevalent in the workplace, believe it or not. And it, and it obviously it seems to be stemming like on the football pitches as well. Whether they want to believe it or not, it's very very true. It seems to sit there. But he was actually saying he had an instance with with, with Gascoigne, um, and he he booked Gascoigne for something, and uh, Gascoigne came up to him after the match and said, "What did I do?" And he, yeah. Mike McCurry explained it to him, and then the very next match they had. Gascoigne didn't do it, and then that was it. Do you know what I mean? And it was a, bit, it was a very one-to-one -one relationship. There was no this is the party line. You will tow it. I'm watching you. Yeah. I heard Derek saying trial with sports scene. I had to actually fix the biomechanics of the, the screen there. That's what that was. It was the biomechanics of it. Um, I know you're right. Everything you've said, lads, he's all right. It's, I can still hear you, obviously, and everything you've said is totally right. spot on. I know we're right. We don't tell us that. We are very much aware of that. We're highly, right, really. highly professional podcasters. Yeah, well, yeah right, actually, you're right, really. Wrap it. He's, he's calling me Ginger Stranger there. The Ginger Strangers can't crash the pod. That's nice, Polly. Thanks Do you know something? I, I must admit, I, I, I just I was trying to pour my beer and I just glanced at the bottom of the screen and I thought it said Ginger Stoner. <laughs> God worse, to be fair. I've been called worse. Uh, moving, moving to the second goal, lads. The second goal was um, no bad. You know, it was in itself. You know, again, a James Tavernier delivery that's absolutely wicked. Do you know what I mean? these it's cabin copy of Celtic. The goal against Celtic for Conor Colton. Absolutely stunning. And the big man again, he's head on it, dink in the back of the net. And we never look back. That's what I'm saying. We never look back. A lot of people I've seen since the Man game said, it's been coming, it's been coming. No, Rangers have showed a resiliency, a resolve, you know what I mean? A strength, some character to get through tough games, get wins, and that's all we need. See, see, see there's some, I think some fans have forgot about how Rangers used to win titles. We never smashed everybody 4-0 every single week. Do you know what I mean? And played amazing. Under Walter, we played some of the most boring football I've ever seen in my life, but we won. <laughs> right, and, and we got out there one nil, and we won titles through it, and that's all that matters. The sport is winning. Yes, we've been spoiled with the football, but I did say on last week's pod until they hold stuff above their head, trophies above their head, they can't be classed in the same, you know what I mean, the same stature as these teams of the past who haven't played as well as they have, but they've won trophies for Rangers, and that's what it's all about. At our club, if you don't win, you're you're nothing. Paul second is last mate, isn't it? It certainly is. Yeah. So, hopefully. That was a wee timely reminder on Wednesday night. Right, so we'll get to Wednesday. 
the first defeat we've had to talk about in the pod. I've been stressing about it all day. Going, how do we do I'm this? Gonna, I'm just going to drop out here. Um, <laughs> Derek, you uh, take this one, mate. I'll, I'll come back when this is all over. I don't, you take this one. I don't, I don't do negative. No, no, it's hard. It really is. Um, everything we, we said about the Dundee United game, controlling it, even though we're only 3-4 up, controlling the game, you know, putting them under constant pressure, forcing them to make mistakes. Everything we said there totally was the opposite come Wednesday. Right? We we went out there and we had an, a tremendous start. Connor Goldson again, we striding into Majid Bagheera territory, I think, and mm-hmm. scalping the ball uh, past the goalkeeper. And uh, I think we all thought, here we go, three or four. That then changed, and credit has to go to Jim Goodwin. Right, as much as I think he's a bit of hammer throw and his team have followed suit, he, he, a lot of praise has to go to him because he identified Rangers as threat, which was James Tavernier. Now, usually we can flick that switch and go to the left hand side and have Borna Barisic filling that role on the other side. Sadly, Stevie G decided to rest him for whatever reason. And we can't criticise because we've said the changes he's made in Bassey coming in has been tremendous and he's been excellent for Rangers, but he's not quite Borna Barisic yet. And I think we were totally one-dimensional, uh, Derek, and and it showed because we looked as though we ran out of ideas. Yeah, that luckily in a way, I was I was at the the Leicester game on 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 Wednesday night, so I I, I missed the game. I listened to it on the way back in, in, in the cars, and I seen the goals and what have you. Um, but it sounded like you're right, Jim Goodman got the the tactics spot on, and fair play to St. Mirren because Rangers have come up against some of the. Uh, some top sides in, in Europe and what have you, and they've, they've not had a go at Rangers like what, what St Mirren did. Mm-hmm. They caught Rangers on an off night. Uh, I think the goal be Goldson. I think they're thinking, okay, it came, came early. We're on easy street here. Uh, let's get the slippers on and cruise this. Um, they've got the penalty and they've, they've never recovered. Sort of from then on, the the most the more worrying thing for me is that to equalise late on like that, and you're thinking, right, okay, we'll take extra time, yeah, um, and, and and we'll do the business here. And then you lose a goal so soon after, uh, in that sort of fashion, it was, it was almost, it was eerily sort of Alawa Challenge Cup esque. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. it was, it was a nonsense really. Um, but you're just hoping that it's, it's a blip and and you can move on. Um, like you say, looking at the team beforehand, I see, I see, you've seen the team. I don't think there'd be many uh, fans that would have been too concerned about the team because that team on paper should be beating teams like St Mirren. There's no, there's no question about it. Uh, yeah. It's okay now, and I know Gerard's came out and said he's picked the wrong team and what have you afterwards. Um, <clears throat> looking at, in, in hindsight, maybe it was the, the wrong side, and, and Rangers can't afford to take games like this lightly. They're not in that sort of uh, position yet, where they can do just that. So uh, they came a cropper, uh, and it's a it's, it's a huge game now at the weekend to show that that was just a blip, and they can learn from it. But it's, it hurts because they've been so starved of trophies. Um, it defies belief. They've not won the League Cup since, was it the Yelovich finals at 2011? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. And you look at the last four in that competition, you're thinking Premier Sports and Betfred must be thinking, oh, gee, how are we going to sell this? I know. I know. It's going be, no, nobody's going to tune in, are they? Apart from fans of those clubs. Paul Scott, Scott's asked, have teams worked us out now? I don't know if I would go along with that. No, no. I think, I think, um, what they did do was they doubled up on Tav and Goldson down our right-hand side. That kind of nullified that. That completely took Tavernier out of the game in many respects. He still had his moments and stuff like that. Goldson, okay, got the goal. 
but they, they doubled up them very, very well, which allowed more uh, room across the left-hand side. Now, if Barisic was there, I think it would have been a completely different ball game. Yeah. Excuse me from the start. Um, I thought Jordi Bo. In fact, I'm going. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought the team collectively had a shocker, especially second yep. half. It's not very. I I very much doubt you will see a Rangers first eleven have such a collective collapse in a half of football the way we did. Uh, from the thirtieth minute on, we didn't play. Um, and I think to go back to my point. Double up down the right hand side allowed Bassey and Adibo uh, freedom down the left. But Bassey, bless him, is not Barisic. He's a good player, but he's not Barisic. And Joe Adibo offered no cover at all. He was very ineffective, period. Yeah. He had a very, very poor match from the start. And he was not, he offered Bassey no cover, no outlet, nothing. Um, and I think that played into the hands of St. Women the way they played the high press, they'd done everything, they doubled up. And they played, they, their game plan actually worked. But I put, I mean, if you look at the second half, I mean, Stephen Davis and Arfield was ineffective. In fact, I'll be honest with you, Arfield probably had his worst game in the Rangers shirt. I thought it was dreadful. Um, he replaced with Davis, and when the, within a couple of minutes, Davis was hitting a pass straight to a certain player, five yards in front of him. And he actually played it yeah. straight to street. And I was yeah. like, I, and at that point, I thought, well, this, this, is, this is not going to end well. You know what I mean? Yeah. As I can see, I've seen this movie before, but no, I thought I genuinely thought this is really not going to end all that well, uh, and I, I I began to get get the fear at that point. I think we got out of jail with our uh, equalising goal by by Davis, although it should have been a penalty. No ifs, no buts, no yeah. maybe's. It, it, it was even as the ref said it was on the line. If it's on the line, it's a penalty. But it was oh, clearly inside, it was clearly inside the box. Yeah. But it makes no difference. We, we got a goal from it because Tappet post, he was got a rebound. But then let's not think that Balogun had gone off. And as Balogun went off, he was substituted with Hadji. Now I can I can kind of understand CBG's logic. This I need a goal, I need a goal, I need a goal. Let's get Hadji on. But it left one centre back. And what happened was with their goal for their, their winning goal, if you watch everybody gets dragged towards the ball in the middle of our goal. And it leaves the guy exposed to the back because yeah. there's no centre backs. There was mass panic in our defence. That was a problem. We got the goal. We didn't. We were too busy celebrating the fact we let's get extra time. Let's get extra time. There was nobody that could carry them down. They got a free kick. Ball comes in, and it was just absolute mayhem. Guy free at the back post. Now I actually seen another replay. And Kent's just standing about six yards away from the guy, watching them. And I was yep. like, fucking, just fucking go and make put a, put a ball pass. watching. Mate, ball yeah. watching, just waiting on extra time. We've done it. We've got back in. It was it was horrific nonsense. But what I will say is this: I was I was like fucking hell. I couldn't I was angry at the time, but the anger lasted about twenty seconds, and I just just got the sheer disappointment yeah. because that that was a, a, a golden opportunity wasted, yeah. lost. It's gone. We'll never get that back, and the players know that. But what I will say is that the. If there were, if there was complacency there, there will be not, there will not be any more. Be that from the yeah. management or the players, I kind of think there maybe was a little bit because we've been playing so well, and especially after the goal. Oh, that's gonna be fucking easy. Uh, 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 uh. No, nothing's easy. You know, always treat the opposition with respect. It doesn't matter if it's bloody, you know, Cove Rangers down in there or, or Celtic. You have to give them the respect they deserve. The, the professional footballers, they will do the best they possibly can, especially against us. It's their cup final, and that's and and and, we, and it kind of played out their hands. 
It was a great lesson for guys like Cedric Itton because Cedric yeah. Itton went out in Europe where it was the big game for him really and the big game for, for Rangers really to win the group and he was tremendous. He was brilliant the boy. He then goes to St Mirren on a Wednesday night and he and he and he had an off night. As Paul says, he's not the only one. They all had an off night as far as I'm concerned. But it's it's a wee timely reminder that see Rangers, it doesn't matter whether you're playing as you said Cove Rangers or whether you're playing flipping Bayern Munich in the Champions League. You have to go out there and give the same level of commitment and the same level of performance. You might have different games where we don't have much of the ball because and no under Gerard to be fair. Um but you need to dig in and that's just fine. And I, f- I felt as though when that goal went in for Steve Davis, I thought, right, finally we're seeing a Rangers team that has actually got resilience. They're proving it time and time again. Then he go and do what we did. And again, keep people going Bassey's back. And that's fine. I understand yeah. that he's got to learn how to take it as a Rangers player, right? But Ryan Kent shouldn't give the ball away. What, 15 yards for our own box? That's nonsense. Yeah. You've put the boy under pressure there. Clumsy tackle, but you've put him under pressure there. Then Kent standing ball watching. Um, at, the, at the corner, at the third goal with the corner, as Paul says, the second goal, okay, you can say Bassey, Balligan, both at fault. Still a lot of work to get done before by the time it leaves the boy's foot in the, in the wing, and McGrath puts it in. But I, I think it's not a bad thing, Derek, as long as we can see it as right a reminder that we have to be at it. And we don't let it fester. If we let it fester, we have a problem. You know, we've got six games coming up, which could really define the season. And we keep saying that every six games, I feel. But this could really define the season. We coming in against Celtic at Ibrox. If we let this fester and we lose one of these ones, then you could have a problem. Do you know what I mean? You'd rather lose that one. Okay, we're at the cup and it's disappointing. I don't want to lose any game, but it's disappointing. But let's kick on now and, and that wee reminder in there to go, no, fuck, none's won yet. Yeah, it's, it's huge, like you said, I mean, it's the first defeat in 27, I mean, it's been a, a remarkable mm. run um, they've been on, and they deserve full credit for it, because it's, it's, it's been sensational, but you're right, it's a, it's a, it's a test of mentality now, because Mother were going to come, they're going to park two buses, make it difficult, close the space, and, and, and hope for a set piece, I'd imagine, that's what I'm guessing from a, a Stephen Robinson side, um, they're, not, they're not really in, 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 in good form at the moment, Mother will, um, but there's no doubt about it. They'll be they'll be up for this game at, at Rangers, and, and they'll, they'll sense an opportunity because Samirin have showed showed that Rangers can be got at. Um, yeah. So it gives them encouragement, and you don't want to give that the, the club and other side of the city any sort of encouragement because um, it's likely they'll they'll win um, a, a trophy on Sunday. Um, and if if you, if you drop points on Saturday, that gives him the, the motivation. If you can keep winning, make it sixteen points on, on Saturday evening, um, then 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 everyone's rosy in the garden again, and we we can we can we can push on. Um, but it's it's a massive game now. I, I think I predicted that a betting website I, 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 I provide tips on a betting Rangers four plus goals. Well, I'm not too sure about that now, but I think... Uh, oh, but the reaction we want. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was before the St Mirren game right enough, so... All day, though. Can I just point out a shocking statistic for you here? It's I've actually got, I've got two. Um, three of the five cup exits on the Gerrards, where Al- Alfie has been unavailable through suspension. He's ruled himself out. And also, every cup exit we've had under Gerrard... That we've had to have a that we've had a home game within four days of going out. We've had two draws, one one each time with Kelly. We've had uh, a one one draw with the young boys, and we've had a one loss, one nil loss to Hamilton. We have not won any of them. 
Well, there you go. That just shows that it's massive then tomorrow. It's a huge game. It's an absolute it's... huge game. And they've got to go there, as I say, and go for the throats for the first minute. See for the first whistle. Yeah. Go for the throats. Don't rest it 2-0 if we get that ahead. Don't start to play it about and think, we're fucking great, aren't we? No. Yeah. Go and win. A feature of Gerrard's Liverpool when he played the Liverpool team. Was, was the, and Klopp does it the new. They go for goals constantly. It doesn't matter if they're three, four, five up. And I know you have to conserve energy and we've got a big season ahead and you've got so many games coming up. But do you know what? Just fucking go and date. We've got a big enough squad to cope with. Just go, get a ball in the back of the net and don't don't let up. Don't let up to like we done with Hamilton until teams are sitting going, right, whoa, 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 name here, name here. Then we can let up a wee bit. But fucking go for the throats, man, and show Ferguson, Barry Ferguson said it today, sometimes I cringe at times. With some of the stuff that comes out in the papers for your ex-players, Fergie being one of them as much as I like him, but I just think sometimes keep your fucking mouth shut <coughs> a lot of these people. Um, oh, there goes the invite to kill your hearts. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, ball, come up. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> but he, he did say the day, shut people up now. Do you know what I mean? People are starting to doubt your mentality again. People are starting to doubt whether you've actually got the ability to play for Rangers and win trophies. Wednesday night was an ideal opportunity to show that to be lies. However, you've given me a fuel to the fire now, so now we need to go out on Saturday and blow that away. And if they do that and they go 16 clear, still a, a tremendous start to the season. There's nothing you can be saying. You know, we can't level at the players this year that like, they've, they've geared up, they've switched off, they can't handle it. Every single time a question's been asked them, Every single time they've been able to go and stretch a lead, they've done it. Saturday's no different. It's no time to go and prove it all over again. Go and prove yourself over again, as you need to do as a Rangers player every day, every week. Paul, you touched on Morelos again there. It just shows you, I mean, he may have been out of, out of form for, for his... I think we've all been saying that for, for a wee while, but it just shows you how integral he is to the side, isn't he? That, I mean, he's missing you go out the cups. He's, Billy's asking that now, mate, you're right. If he's not scoring goals, he's still doing a hell of a job. You know what I mean? Pulling defenders apart and what have you and making space. I was just going to say that. Oh, I said it in the pod chat, didn't I, on Wednesday night? Yeah, he did actually, yeah. Uh, And that's the thing. We we, we discuss this quite a lot uh, in the pod chat. Uh, And to to answer Billy's question, yeah, I do believe we missed his industry. Although he's not scoring the goals and he's maybe not in the form of his life, Defenders are terrified of him because if you get a half chance, he's going, he's going to score. He's going to take advantage. So what he does is he drags defenders all over the park, and he creates he creates um, uh, space in behind for it, for others to get into. But he holds the ball up very well as well. Okay, the ball bounces off him quite a bit. But even when he was banging them in left right centre, the ball was still bouncing off him quite a bit. Yeah. But yeah. He's, he's he's a physical powerhouse. And he, I say he holds defenders off really well. He holds them off really well. He terrifies them and he terrorises them when he's up and he starts banging the goals in. He is integral to where we play. And him not being there was it really showed. Unfortunately, it did really show. And, and it shows that he has to kind of screw the nut. And he has done it to be fair to Morelos this year. He has, yeah. That was a moment of madness that I don't know where it's came from. I don't know if somebody's riled him up, mate, about Dundee United and says, by the way, they hate us. I can, I, can, I, can, I can understand that if it was like the 70th minute, but it was the 12th minute. Oh, it could have been right you know, under the course there. Was, you know. was, I mean, if he gets sent off... I mean, that's, that mean I'm not, I, I, I love Alfie. I love him in bits. I think, he, actually, I think he's, he's integral to our team and the way we play and the system we have. But that was petulance of the highest order. I don't know... Yeah. Uh, was it was it the same guy who put his studs into no. his knee that he hit? No, I don't no, think maybe, so, mate. No, 
Edwards at Ibrooks. Maybe maybe there's something a bit of niggle from that. I don't know. I I, I don't know, but but you ha- you have to You don't know if he it. said something to Alfie when he's lying in the turf that day exactly. and Alfie doesn't even get that and he's a fucking yeah, head case, like, you know what I mean? He's a head case. But if though we know the guy who's going, I hope he's okay and he's and because he doesn't speak much English, he's taking that as fuck you. You know what I mean? You, you don't know. Um, I think Alfie takes it. I think Alfie takes everything. This fuck. But the thing is, uh, no. But uh, to be fair, Alfie, he's 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 a, he's a lovely guy. You know, he's he, he does an awful lot of charity work outside the football and stuff like that. But there's just this little, just this little trigger. It just he just needs to sort of rein it. He's reined it in immensely well, but just needs just it's just that little final bit. And I think it, I'm not I'm not going to turn around and going to blame him for the loss on uh, Wednesday. That, that's nonsense. But him being there could have made, could have made a could have made the difference. Do you know who you could who you could blame for Wednesday night? Who's that? Person with the initials SG. I don't mean Stephen Gerrard. I mean myself. Exactly. And this is what this is what Fridge is alluding to here, right? Now, to go back and I'll tell you this story, right? And it's got nothing to do with Hulk Hogan, Paul. You'll be delighted to know. I'll tell you this story <laughs> because I, I, I because I just had this already. <laughs> Not <laughs> <laughs> this again. But I'll tell you this story, right? A few weeks ago, um, I think it was a Liège game. My mate Fridge there had phoned um, to say to me that when we were one doing against them, he, his wee boy says, "Alexa, put, oh, need to watch. She's not fucking listening here. So come on, Alexa, play Rangers tunes, right?" So, <laughs> so, I love that you so, just panic, panic look in your eyes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Alexa played the Rangers tunes, right? And lo and behold, we scored, right? So this was a thing that kept going. And I revealed to Fridge on the phone that actually for weeks on end, months, I have wore this. Um, see the Navy training top, like this one, the, the jumper though. Um, I have wore that for months watching Rangers and I would always wear it watching Rangers because I'm superstitious like that and I go, fuck, we won. Right, keep wearing that, keep wearing that, keep wearing that. Until Wednesday night. And I didn't wear it and I wore the orange training top and Rangers get fucked out of the League Cup. So when Stephen Gerrard was getting all Aldi on the telly saying, I take this, lads, this is me. Don't blame the players, it's on me, it's on me. I was actually sitting at the telly going, no, actually, Stevie, it wasn't you, mate, it was on me because I never wore my jumper. So I tell Fridge this the next day in work. I said, listen, mate, I said, I never wore my jumper last night. I said, and we fucking we lost. I said, there's something you, in that. You know what you do? Like the jumper future. Do you know, in, in a way, uh, no, this is a terrible thing to say on, uh, on, on the podcast. I'm kind of, in, in a way, it's a blessing we lost because it now means I can change my ritual because the first match of the season we won. Um, I actually just stepped out of the shower and I was naked and I watched the match and I've had to watch them naked every time <laughs> match since. We've done a live pod when there's been a game on. Well, you know, I was naked from the waist down. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> So, thanks, Fred. You've just outed me, mate, and now I'm getting some amount of abuse. That's uh, his fault. <laughs> it's your fault. It is Maggie. It's his fault. Jesus. So, so it, it's 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 clear that I need to tell everybody that that jumper is currently freshly washed, hanging up over there, ready for the morrow. And I need to see if the magic's still in it or if I've gubbed it completely new. And I'm going to be the one. I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I'm superstitious. Every time there's a corner against Rangers, I sit and I say five times, "Get away, lads! Get away, lads! Get away, lads! Get away, lads! Get away, lads!" Nine times out of ten, they get away. They didn't do that on Thursday. They didn't do that Wednesday night. Either. So maybe maybe that's fucked or not. I don't know. 
What do you make of the, the obviously the, the strip they were wearing? Is the 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 retro? Thanks, thanks. Bad luck. I like anyway, it. I'm fucking bin it now. <laughs> I was like, I mean, see, you know how the one-off kits they bring out? They've always get beaten the games. I mean, grasshoppers and uh, the Scotlandburg one of them. Yeah. Stop doing it. Just playing the kit. <laughs> you, you think you think we learn from our mistakes in the past? Oh, wouldn't you? Yeah. Clearly not. See, see what happens when they just milk you for every fucking pound that you've got. There's, there's a pattern here. If you look, if you go into health and safety, um, stuff like that, there's what they call the Swiss cheese effect. You know, when all the holes line up, that's when things go wrong. It just seems to be when we have all the different kits and stuff like that, the, the, the holes don't quite line up. Maybe occasionally they just overlap slightly and, and the occasional thing will drop through. But no, when it comes to the old, uh, the old retro kits and stuff like that, or these one-off kits, all the holes line up and everything just goes fucking wrong. That's what it is. Well, Fred's just texted me out to say, my Alexa, come on there, by the way, when you said the name. So. <laughs> there are loads of people who's watching this and it'll be going, fucking like, shut up! Well, <laughs> you, 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 should, you should shout, Alexa, play some kind of like hardcore pornography or something like that. And then you get your hands. Does it do that? <laughs> that's that's why Paul watches the games naked. <laughs> Believe me, no, us, believe, believe me, us winning recently has been hardcore pornography. Ah, you're right, mate. You're right. I do like, I do like the retro kit a day. Um, and I, I, I'm going to buy it. It looks really good. Are you going to, you going to get it? I'm going to buy it, yeah. But I don't think um, Rangers should wear it again officially in a game. No, no, no. I, I'm, 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 I'm going to get it myself. First. Speak to us afterwards. I'll, I'll get the top for you, mate. Even you know I mean? not, not just Rangers. I mean, Scotland brought out that Burgundy thing when they played Georgia. I think. It was, it was McLeish was the manager. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> $2 There's Mark Mitchell says, Alexa, play Lana Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> play Battle Fever after dark. <laughs> Barney's getting abuse now because I washed it. <laughs> well, well, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, not them. <laughs> I don't know, we don't need reminders sent out. <laughs> I mean, to wash. We, 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 natural, we, mate. we wash all the stuff we wear, all our tyre, our panel. <laughs> but I will have the jumper on the morrow, so if we get beat, it's not on me this time, I promise. I will take the hit for that one. That was my fault. But I'll wear it now every game for Nooty 55, right? In May. That's what's going to happen. I've just, I've just realised what actually happened. We, we lost on Wednesday night. Uh huh. That's my fault. I got my haircut on Wednesday. That was the first time in flipping months I had my haircut because of lockdown. There you go. That was all our powers was in my hair. I'm getting mine cut tomorrow, so I'm, I was disgusted with myself and I thought, fuck it, get all shaved after tomorrow and start again. This is what the Rangers are going to do. Get a ginger shaved out. We have a winner. Stephen, we have a winner. Paul, can you ask Alexa to switch off? <laughs> <laughs> or do you mean Alexa, can we ask Paul to switch off? Switch off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. So that's me outed. Thanks, Fridge, mate. Cheers. Um, so, obviously, moving on tomorrow, alluded to Motherwell. We know we're going to come up against Derek, as you've said. Yeah, we're going to come up against a team that will kick us off the park, basically. They always do. Although, I think under Stephen Robson, they've slightly changed it this year and they started to play a wee bit fit by that, and they were you no know, too bad to watch. Um, they're not in great form, though. So, but you know, right, suddenly teams find form when they play Rangers. You know, they yeah. find it for somewhere. That just happens. It's yeah. fucking brutal. 
Um, so hopefully tomorrow it's, it's straight away, you know, right out there, first whistle, Paul, and we get the goals. And it can settle us down and we can start to enjoy our team playing again. And that's how mentally scarred our support is. That one defeat, now see under Walter, we still went out the Scottish Cup, we still went out the League Cup. You know, that, that wasn't uncommon. A treble's a hard thing to do. Take it, take it away what they've done because they've not been playing in a, against team, teams that were, you know what I mean, level playing field, if you like. It's been monopoly for them. But trebles are hard to come by. And I'll not be first as long as tomorrow we get back on track and we win every game right up to the 2nd of January and on the 2nd of January. I want us to win every single game. Yes, from now to May, whenever That's we start the season. Win every single game because we should be winning every single game. We should be set out with the mindset to win every single game because we yeah. are Rangers. Mark Mark makes a good point, mate. I think we'll come back with a big win tomorrow. See the squad want to make a point for now. The squad should be pissed off. Oh yeah, yeah. I think no. I think they'll be I think they'll be smart and I think from from his criticism it's maybe levied at them. Uh, and rightly so, because they didn't perform. At the end of the yeah. day, they, they did not turn up to the races. And as uh, as I said, I don't think it was um, because of just suddenly become bad overnight. I think just, they just had a collective shocker. And I think I was, I was chatting to oh, it was, uh, young CJ. Um, and I said they had a collective shocker. It was almost like when they when they went um, behind, they became they went into panic mode. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Because they knew they weren't playing well. And how the fuck we're going to dig ourselves out of this? And it was it was it was really like schoolboy football chased all over the park, and it was really sort of. Oh my God! So I think tomorrow they've got a point to prove, and I think they will prove that point. And I really, really, really hope they do. I don't care if they win one nil, two nil, three nil, or or eight or nine nil, as long as they bloody win and they do it in a manner consistent with what we've been expected over the last few months. Style of yeah. play. Do you know what I mean? Just just win the bloody match. Yeah. <laughs> That has to be Gerard's kind of final team thought there, Derek, didn't it? Just win the bloody match. That's all we ask. Not in a serious accent. Not in a serious accent. Gerard can take a day off. Win the the fucking match, lads. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking do it. That was a terrible accent, but there we go. Kenny just popped up with a message. I was going to say that the we changes, obviously, of course there will be, but in terms of... We mentioned earlier that the, I mean the front players were had a shocker, didn't they? The likes of Ruth yeah. and Kent weren't firing. The wasn't too hot. Itton wasn't he? Didn't have his best game. Would you make changes up there? I mean, Kent has been maybe a bit off the boil for a, for a wee while. Would you risk taking him out? Dale says Kent Ruth Itton up front. Personally, knowing we're missing Alfredo tomorrow, I would go with Jermaine Defoe up front and I, I mean I would go the legs run about him I would have Kamar Roof who will be able to find him and hopefully uh, Defoe would be able to find him and I, sw- I actually swithered with the whole Kent thing because I don't think Kent's been great recently but Kent's Kent's got that wee lively bit in him that you know five minutes is what, is, is, I think it was you that brought it up Paul last week when he said about the or was it Baz I think it was Baz because when Baz says he was talking to Ryan Kent that's what it was right, and, yeah. ba- and Kent he told him that he only needs to get that one. He might lose it six times, but he only needs to get that one. And that is that is the difference, you know, with Ryan Kent at times. But at the end of the day, should he get a rest? Should he get brought out? Maybe. You know, he's not been great. He hasn't been great. And you've got to look at guys like Barker. I'm not saying Barker should start. But Brandon Barker, these guys are there to keep guys like Kent on their toes, as mad as that sounds. 
you know, they're there to keep guys like that on their toes and they need to make sure, right, he's going to take my place. And and I don't know who he goes with. I don't know. Aribo wasn't great either. I just think maybe he'll put it down. It was a bad night at the office for everybody. Fresh start. Going out. He might even go with the same team. Go and prove that you're decent. No, without Bassi, I mean, Barisic back in, you know, Davis back in. But the nucleus of the same team there, he said, go, go and prove. Go and prove that you're good enough to do it. Whether Giles bold enough to do it, I don't know. Uh, yeah, sorry, you Eric? No, sorry, I was going to say, no, it's frustrating in a way, more so for uh, the boy himself. Jordan Jones, he scored at Fur Park, remember? A, a, a yeah. year ago. He, he'd be in consideration for this, I'd imagine. But yeah. because of his stupidity, he's not. So, but he's another player that you, 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 you rule out. So it's just really Barker that would be maybe the one obvious change. Greg Stewart, I don't think we'll see again. No. Unless, I mean, I mean, you know he played a, a wee bit of a cameo against Falkirk, but I doubt we'll still see him anymore. So um, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. In fact, Morelos isn't available, I think, sort of uh, plays his hand. He, may, he has to play a guy like Ken, like you say, we might be off the ball, but yeah, it is. he can produce a moment of magic that can that can turn a game. So uh, it's one of those. But um, it'd be interesting to see what changes, if any, will be made tomorrow. I day. think the fall will be back in, Paul. I hope so. Uh, I think I think Defoe will start. I think Eaton will drop back out into onto the bench. It's unfortunate for him because I think Sonia mentioned that do you think he's trying too hard? I think he maybe is. I think they're all trying to I think I think that's, I think that's Kent's problem as well. Um yeah. uh, because he because he hasn't scored, he sees himself as a goal scorer and not so much a provider. He's trying too hard. I mean the, the amount of step overs he's doing is just it's almost like I don't know. It's almost like I try to pass it in the net Wednesday night. Yeah. And that, that yeah. was really infuriating. Just fucking take a shot because they took a shot. I in the box and it goes anywhere. The, the goalkeeper yeah. was, was spilling it all over the shop. Take a fucking shot. On. Who really knows what's going to happen? Both were goals, mate. Came for a shot that was kind of the edge of the box or just outside the box. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. Look at the rain. Look at the rain. It's a skiddy surface, low and hard in a corner yeah. and fucking hit it. Wait, I, 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 I live in Erskine, which is no far for Paisley. I didn't have to look at the way in the telly. I could hear it bouncing off the <laughs> fucking roof of my house. It was horrific. <laughs> I know, mate. I know. It was it was one of the nights that we have to just put down to a bad night in the office. We all have them. We all don't go into our work and we're all tremendous every day. You know, some days we have an off day. Sadly, too many of our players decide to have an off day in the one night. I don't, I don't, we, 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 what Mark Mitchell says there about his team for tomorrow, I would go along with pretty much that if it was me. Um, you know, McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Holander, Barisic, Kamara, Davis, Arfield, Roof, Defoe and Kent. Yep. I would certainly go along with that because Kamara, you alluded to it, Paul, Aribo never offered much protection for Bassey, nor did he offer much going forward. I think had Kamara played in that role, Bassey would have had a wee bit more protection. Yeah. And also would have had a wee bit more out of Kamara. But again, Aribo's been good. You know, he's been unlucky with injuries. I, I certainly, Derek, you, you, you heard the name of the head, mate. You said before it, I don't think any of us were really grumbling about the team selection. You know, I, I just think, we, that team should have been good enough to beat St Mern. It had an off night. We put it down to that and we move on. And hopefully tomorrow we see a Rangers team that is hurting because they've had nothing but praise since day dot this season. So you've got to accept the criticism as a Rangers player. And I, the criticism's over the top when you get beat, but that's part and parcel of being a Rangers player. You're great one day, you're absolutely, utterly dreadful the next. That's the point of it. Loudrop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Loudrop went through it. I'm sure, who was it? I think it was Frankie on Twitter who was talking about David Cooper. One game tremendous, five games absolutely non-existent. And David Cooper's a legend. 
You, you do, you do, yeah, you do. You can't say it's a bit loud, but you do realise what you've just done. We know. <laughs> she's actually looking for your address right now. She has that. She has ways and means of tracking you down. I'm, honestly, Scott, I mean, it's been, I, I have to say, uh, it's been a pleasure knowing you. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I will be there at your funeral. Uh, I'll give you, I'm in Warrington tonight. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give a. I will give a beautiful eulogy. I like so the virtues of both your generosity with gin and your absolutely, uh, I'm not going to call it ginger. I will say it's African sunset here. <laughs> Please don't want to say something, David Scott. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that David Cooper was poor or Brian Loudrop was poor. I'm just saying that they did have off games too. So we've got to allow the current crop who are nowhere near that level of ability to have an off day as well. Sadly, too many of them had it at the one time and we ended up getting part two. And that's fucking, listen, we're going, mate. We deal with it now. And that's us. <sighs> I think we get away with that. Just, I think we was actually away with it. Really? She said, she said that we were blurry. I, I think it's the booze you've had. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> no, I, I, I know if she has disappeared. I'll make, I might, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, think she's, I, think I might she's even message her there. You hear that there? He's trying to grass me in there. You hear that? Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, you know, message her there. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we do Bear Station, she'll be on hunting me down, man. I like that, yeah. There you go. There you, go. You, you, you can do this in your best uh, Liam Neeson voice. CGM <laughs> 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 says, no, they didn't. Well, not in my head anyway. Well, I think if you go back to that 10 in a row season, you'll see that um, Brian did have some off games. Just being honest. Just being honest. Can it be great all the time? I'm, I'm watching the viewer count here collapsing. <laughs> I'm not criticising them. I'm just saying that's my you hands. You, you, you know I mean? Just for the record, uh, viewers and listeners, uh, I have to say that Scott is, he, he's actually, he does not like Brian Loudrop. He doesn't rate him at all. He thinks he was fifth rate and a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> anyway, where were you all backing me up when I was doing Ibrooks kicking out Harris fencing on Wednesday night and fucking had bed sheets with misspelt slogans on it and I was chasing you know what the team bus never came by, so I just chased a first bus up the road just to feel the effect. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, fuck it, yeah. Hell, you know you did. He <laughs> was he was gonna brick it and then realised it wasn't actually McGill's <laughs> I was in my girl's buzz I was at me I was getting wiped out <laughs> yeah. I did get in I did get him a piece of my mind a lot of cocktail that way to go yeah fast bust that one yeah on you go I'd have a flaming bottle this week the X23 is too fast shortly <laughs> right we also had the AGM this week uh, oh, we did, we, ah, so we did, yes, yeah. We had yeah. the AGM this week. A few, <laughs> a few things came out of that. One, John Bennett is still a legend to listen to. <laughs> could listen to the man all day. You know the way the way he says there's two numbers that we care about: fifty-five and one hundred and fifty. That's tremendous. It's got the fans doing a T. That is the two numbers that we care about. Um, obviously, paying tribute to Dave King. Talking about Castor, the sales of the Castor products, which are through the roof. And again, Derek, it shows the loyalty and the, and the commitment of the Rangers fans to be, you know, just 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, all the problems that we've had, I've got a clock, remember, it's here. Instead of, <laughs> instead of a Brox of Bear, Brox of Bear came in the post, the next one that came in the post. Hey. I, said, I said clock, clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got it here. Off screen, I was like... <laughs> um, so again, I think, I think we have to... I think we have to... Um... I've, I've just put me up a flow here now. I think we have to, you know, touch on that about how good how, how, how good the supporters are in back in the club. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's incredible, isn't it? And, and you think to yourself that the the years that went by with the boycotts and no buying product that products that went to the club, they were so hamstrung it defied belief. So to, to finally buy products and to see buy kids see kids with a Rangers tops on again. Um, oh, nice. you, you just took it for granted growing up, isn't it? You, 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 yeah. you, you're able to go out and buy your, your team's top and what, what have you, but then you not have that for a generation of, of youngsters to not really have that. It's just it's hard to believe, really. It's quite hard to believe, but I mean, it's not surprising to see so many items sold with Castor. I don't think they expected the demand. Well, we know they didn't expect it because of the. Uh, the problems they've had with the, the, the quality control and what have you. So I think it's been an eye-opener for them, but it's it's been absolutely magnificent they've managed to get that sorted. Uh, and hopefully they, they, they can improve that going forward as well, because it's it's, not, it's, 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 it's a massive moneymaker as well for the club, isn't it? To uh, bring so much funds in, because the Rangers fans will buy anything. Um, I know you never bought, you know they never intended to buy a clock, but the likes of Folk will buy ducks and rubber ducks and you name it. If it's got a Rangers badge on it, then they'll buy it. So... Yeah. Um, the, it's, 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 the thing it's is, as well, mate, is they've got to. It's, it's, who is it that says that there? Peaceful Warrior says we certainly reckon it. <laughs> that's, that's Brian Loudrop, by the way, it's just done that to me. <laughs> but it's Stein doing. It's Stein doing. I can't be asked, but it's Stein doing. Um, I think you've got. I think you've got to. Uh, realise that the club needs us, you know, and then they do. We're the lifeblood of the club at the end of the day. We. We keep it going. We have kept it going through the, through its darkest times, and it's nice to see recognition of that for the board. You know, especially where it's happening across the city, you know, where they feel as though they've been taken for granted a wee bit. It's nice to be considered that you no, know, we need our fans, and 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 obviously, if you don't have us, then we don't have a club, and we know that. Um, I, I agree. I agree with what Billy's kind of alluding to here. What about selling the shares to a fans group, though? Right, and we we touched on this. Um, what was it last week or two weeks ago? And kind of, you know, the board have called it out a wee bit and said, well, if you can raise 13 million, why not put it into the club direct? And I agree with that sentiment, right? I know the politics behind it. I know what Dave King's trying to do, and it's, and it's it's actually, you know, really, really nice. He's trying to do what his word was, which was give the club to the fans or give part of the club to the fans, which is fine. But if we can raise that money in the midst of a pandemic when we're no there buying stuff every week and no there, you know, having ticket sales every week out with the season ticket holders, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, Paul? I don't want to get the whole fans thing to us. Yeah, I have my opinions and my thoughts on that, and I really don't want to sort of make enemies within the Rangers support or Club Eighteen Seventy Two or the Rangers board or anybody else because, frankly, that's politics that I really don't want to get into. I have my thoughts and feelings on that, and that's just it. But I, I really. There is one thing I really want to sort of, to get back onto, and that's what Derek said, and it's very important. This because he was talking about uh, merchandise and stuff like that. He said he, it's really good that we're able to 
by kids. Now, these kids you mentioned, uh, you did say them, are the Castor branded? Because you did say it's really good that Rangers fans are going to buy kids, and I, I'm, I'm shocked with that. He's got his now. He's, he's, he's going to go in hell. Exactly, it's disgraceful. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked with that. <laughs> I don't know if we want to get into that either, Paul. To be fair. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, you know, it's good to be fans and getting to buy kids, uh, and, and kids branded stuff. And I was like, kids, what's this? Aye, <laughs> right, but I do think I do think no, the EGM was positive. I think it's like it's like the Castor Orphanage. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tom and Phil know that older cells, are they? You know, these these children are homeless. We'd like to buy one. How much? The twenty quid. There you go. Oh, they wouldn't be twenty quid. They'd be about one hundred and seventy quid. Yeah, well, no, the, the twenty quid looking at Castor fashion. <laughs> By the way, there's a lot of people taking the mix of the fact my my thing fell down, my screen fell down. Yeah, uh, do you know, I was too busy looking at the looked up and I thought, what's different? And I thought, Scott Stranger, that's what's different. <laughs> was anyone else expecting more to pop up behind that curtain? Oh, yeah, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> <Teaser. laughs> Shouting your bast. <laughs> <laughs> I love Brian Loudrop, my nineties kid. Right, and somebody says, "Tell us who was it?" Somebody says, "Tell us the their freedom thinker, the European Championship winner." Loudrop Scott tells us about Barkin and Jones. Then any comparison? No, we know. You know what I'm getting at. I'm not saying there's a comparison. Come on, let's be honest here. All I'm saying is these guys. Messi was held at Ibrox, right? Nil nil. Davy Weir at fifty two held him, right? Christian Daly at eighty five stopped him. Doesn't mean say Messi's a bad player. He had an off night. Brian, I, I, I feel partly responsible for you getting some grief here, Scott, and I can I just say Hi. <laughs> see you later, mate. <laughs> 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 oh fucking nuts, I tell you, nuts, nuts. But anyway, AGM was positive. Right, you've got to say that, you know, the, the club, the, the board Derek, I don't know how much coverage you've seen yet. Obviously the, the board did say that they were probably further ahead than where they thought they would be, especially when the pandemic hit and stuff like that. So I think we've got to I think we've got to be positive about, about the future. You know what I mean? And I don't mean just on the park here, I mean off the park as well with the funding, etc. Yeah. I think we they have to be, you know, positive. Yeah, they've got a board there that, that care about the club that are Rangers fans first and foremost, which helps a, a great deal. There's a connect there with the supporters which you mentioned there uh, Scott, you don't get that across the the city, and that's why they're throwing sharks at police fans. And that you. So, you know, that's... Shark head. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's vitally important they've got that. And you, I mean, remember the days where they had a gazebo in the park and what have you? And, uh, exactly, <laughs> mate. Exactly. I mean, that's where they came from. That's where they came from. Now, so not only off the field, everything seems to be. Uh, the house seems to be getting in order. I don't think it's there yet, but it's, it's it's nearing completion, shall we say. On the park, I think this season especially has been um, absolutely superb. I think it's. I don't think many would have predicted to be playing, albeit Wednesday aside, to be playing as well as they have been this year. Bearing in mind the pandemic and what have you, and all this went on, uh, it's been absolutely sensational. And I think you're right. There's certainly lots to look forward to. Um, going into the, the the new year, and I mean, look at the playing squad as well. I know Dave King <laughs> mentioned that it's, it's probably worth about two hundred million pounds, which uh, 
which uh, delighted a, a few folk, which is uh, pleasing. It angers a lot of people, but um, you've got to say that the playing squad, they now have assets, Rangers, don't they? And they're yeah. in a position where, at the moment, they don't have to sell one of those. They will uh, going forward. That's the model, of course, that they're, they're working to, but they don't have to right now, which is a good place to be, a healthy place to be, um, with the aim that's, that is that is uh, 55, as you mentioned, Don, John Bennett said, that is the aim this season, is to win that league title back. Back home where it belongs, and I think St Mirren, I've not happened on Wednesday, obviously I'll be forgotten about by then, and obviously we've got Edmondson House coming up as well with the rebuild of that and the 150 years anniversary. You know, it's, it's a hugely positive time for Rangers supporter. If we can add the league title to that this year, it'll probably be the the best time there's been in certainly obviously recent history to be a Rangers supporter anyway you know but probably in, our, in my lifetime even though we won nine in our own my lifetime to where we've been to where we hopefully we're going to get to that that's the that's incredible you know what you think where we were this time 10 years ago we were heading into you know mm. we didn't really know much about it. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you just heard rumours and then all of a sudden one Valentine's Day which Valentine's Day will never be the same again really won't it no <laughs> never be the same again so um, in fact on that my missus actually sent me a text this week, right, a picture, and she says, well, I want to know what your um, thoughts would be in this. Now, I'll read out the picture, right, once I find it. You'll read out the picture? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, it's texts, right, but it's a picture she sent, so I'll read out the, oh, okay. the texts on the picture, right? I thought a, a man is sat on a seat. It's a, <laughs> it's a girlfriend sending a message to her boyfriend, right? Footballer me, that's it. Kept inside for long enough, more interested in football than me, so pick now. And the man has responded, pack your bags when you're home. Told you last night, we'll never love anyone as much as I love the Rangers. <laughs> so she said to me, what would your response be to that? And it took me back to that Valentine's. I thought, no, nah, I'll just swerve that. <laughs> nice try. I see your line. I'm off from the other side of it. Thank you. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I just uh, say something here? Remember when I met you last weekend, weekend before? Yes. You changed the gins. And... Uh, your missus and my wife had a, a quick uh, conversation about, um, you know, doing the podcast and stuff like that. And your missus like, was like, you know, when you coming back through? And my wife was like, when you, uh, how long are you staying away for? <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> with start, though, mate. <laughs> see, everything you see behind us here, folks. This, this, this used to be a garage in the part of the car. <laughs> my wife kitted this out to get me out of the fucking house. Do they part the cart horse in there? <laughs> that's not that's not strictly true, to be honest with you. <laughs> Freedom thinkers asked any news about the Irox expansion. But this this was something we both done together, so we can we can both use this room. It's a hobby. When she tells you, <laughs> she calls the hobby room because the computers are here. <laughs> and this bit you can't see. And it's television, blue players, surround sound, my guitars are here. Uh, most of the most of stuff's mine. One day, one day, actually, we'll get live music for Paul on the pod. Oh, one day, sensational. That would be brilliant, mate. Really? 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 You've got a guitar, <laughs> you can't sit there and no play it. It's not. It's a bass guitar. It's not a guitar. It's a bass guitar. Hey, well, play a tune in that. Looks, it's the same thing, is it? No, uh, guitar's a guitar, isn't it? Uh, sake, it's a string that well, plays bad music. Guitar's got six strings. That's got four. So therefore, right, it's so less for you today. You know, fucking day, lazy bastard. There's less for me today. I'm disabled, remember. <laughs> uh, Freedom thinkers asked any news about the Isaac's expansion. It's gone quiet. Fifty thousand, not enough. I think that is. <laughs> did you, did, you, uh, did you see some of the stuff? 
It was a bullshit today. Somebody put a face out there. It basically said, the follow, follow thread on this is amazing. And they posted some pictures. And holy shit. I mean, <laughs> somebody somebody had actually they, they done what they've done is they'd. Um, yeah, they put a third tier on um, the Broomland, uh, the Copeland, and the, the Sandy Jardin, but it's still with the corners filled in. And then somebody done it with the corners um, as a sort of like an oval. And somebody put, <laughs> put a, a main stand. On top of the main stand. Yeah, three, and then another three. But the best I saw was somebody <laughs> did a family stand. They'd done, done, they take, take the three... For the for the for the fun, and they put another thing. To, this thing was monstrous. <laughs> See, I broke skyscraper. I, I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Hey, do you know what the scary thing is? We'd fill it. Do, yeah, <laughs> not. Well, do you know? In, in all seriousness, go back to the the whole thing about um, expanding. I quite agree with it. I would. The topic lowering the pitch that brings in the whole uh, uh, drainage issues because the way the, the River Clyde sits just now and rising sea levels are all green on you, but rising sea levels it causes natural floodage. That the, um, the, the the sea level basin sits just below the pitch. If you drop it any further, you're going to have to have pumps going there, or you're going to have to concrete wall it so it doesn't does it doesn't naturally flood a bit like the New York Underground does. They naturally wall the underground system in New York because that's all reclaimed land, you see. Um, so I would go for filling in the corner. You want to see getting pumped under the pitch, to be fair. No. So I would, go, I, would, I would take away the screens and stuff like that and fill in the corners, but that brings in a whole set, a different set of things because if you look at the stadiums constructed, you've got supporting, it's almost like a goalpost. So each each stand, Broomland, a uh, government, and I love the thought you've put into this, by the way. No, no, serious. I'm being really serious. I, I, believe it or not, I I actually I actually remember seeing those stands getting built. So Uncle the, Albert stuff, I'm telling you again. So they are, they are both the goalposts. So the bit you see covered in black across the top is a massive support. Um, a bit like a bit if you have your your if you go through a support and load wall wall, a big massive RSG across the top. That's what that is. A massive RSG, but supporting the other side. Now, if you take away the supports on the other side, you're going to have to cantilever the top of the stand and pull it back and up. So you're going to have cantilevers at the back. It's going to build in the, the, the mathematics and architecture involved in it be massive. But I would go for filling in the corners at the top. That will give you the more seats required. And if you want to lower the pitch and concrete run about it, then fair enough. I mean, you'll not play the fucking guitar for us, but you'll give an architectural breakdown, right? No, I'm sorry. Barney has nailed it. Baz can play lead, Paul on bass. Do you know something? If they can get a bass guitarist, somebody can play that, I'll go on the drums because I'm a drummer. I've never got a band now. Fucking hell. My fever band. My gra- my grandfather was an engineer at sea for so, years and years and gave it up. Man, he became a professional jazz musician. But he's played drums. So, Paul, Paul, as Peter oh. Waters is, is that an I or a no? What for? <laughs> the, <laughs> the expansion. <laughs> no, just filling in the corners. The actual expansion. Oh yeah, obviously. Right there, you go. There you go. There you go. Because then more people can get in. Bigger revenue. Bigger turnover. Give us better bloody match day fucking pies and burgers because they're shit. Govan Street Foods on your way, on the way. 
I'm covered in spheres. I must not go to that again, you know. Whole bits of chewing gum, dropped half eaten burgers. Mmm, covered in street food. <laughs> see, I'm not having that. I'm not really having a go at Rangers here. See, in Scottish football in general, the, the, the fan experience is bollocks compared to down here. I mean, yeah. I covered a lot of Wigan games uh, the last few seasons. They've got, they've got many sort of bars like Moretti on tap and all that in the concourse. They've got your Sky Tellies, you name it. And this is Wigan. I mean, this isn't high-end Premier League club, and it's it's just to, to, what you're what you're getting served up at Scottish football compared to down here is just it's madness. Honestly, I really totally is. agree with you, mate. Part of, part of the problem that I've been to a few uh, English matches from um, Premiership um, when I was uh, going to see Sunderland play, and I was quite fortunate. I was doing ships working in uh, Newcastle, and so we get sort of uh, the corporate hospitality for free, yeah. and it was amazing. And um, so you got all that and for Premiership right down to when in um, Plymouth were in uh, Plymouth uh, League, League Two, but even yeah. then it was a friendly match. I was at, and but beer everywhere. And yeah. people having a good old laugh and stuff like that, you know, there was not, not, nothing, no, no, no overt drunkenness, just people having a, a really nice time, no. going to watch a match, having a good laugh. Doesn't matter what league it was. Come to Scotland, can't drink, not allowed to. Yeah. Scottish government, no, you're not allowed to. No, yeah. you're not. It, it's, the, it's, the, it's almost like the wee freeze. You will not have fun. No, 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 we are we are policed to the highest fucking yeah. level. You, you, we are we are basically told what you can fucking say in your own house now. Yeah, 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 yes, right. No, no annoys me about that. Not just that, Paul, but the fact people people say when you mention it to them, ah, uh, you, you can't have we, we can't be trusted up here, man. You'll go, no, that's that's crap. Because like you say, shit. I've been in concourses down here for years now, and. And that people are drinking, it's, they're only drinking at half time before the game and all that. They're not taking it on the seat. There's no untoward drunkenness and folk going bananas or anything like that. So it, it, it angers me why it's not, people aren't allowed to drink alcohol up at, at football grounds in Scotland. It, it defies belief for me. It really does. I've been, I've been at Murrayfield and I've gone to rugby matches, Scotland rugby matches. And you can drink to your heart's content. I've actually, I've actually, I've actually sat in Murrayfield with a paint in each hand and one at my feet, just during, just in the first Greedy half. Greedy bastard. Just in the first <laughs> half. All right, and then, then so we started drinking beforehand outside. Brought pints in and sat with them. Got another pint at half time. Sat with more the second half, and then afterwards drank outside the pitch, still on the grounds of Murrayfield. And you can do that at rugby, but you can't do it at football because you're not you're not an adult. You can't be trusted. It's absolute horseshit. No, no it's interesting. Um, I've been to, I've been to tournaments, World Cups, and, and Euros, and what have you. You can drink there. You can drink at your seat and all that. Um, I'd imagine UEFA allow that. You can drink just the like sort of disposable uh, pints of Heineken and what have you. I'd, I'd imagine they'll be selling that at Hamden. I'm not too sure if, if the, the Scottish government or whatever have okayed that, but that, that they'll be having that every other ground, I mean, across Europe. So surely, yep. surely they're going to allow it at Hamden. At Hamden. I, I've, been, I've been to football matches. I've been to football matches in Uruguay. I've been to them in Brazil. I've been to them in uh, Italy, <laughs> Spain, Germany, and you can drink at them all. I've yeah. been to. I was at the Commonwealth Rugby matches at Ibrox, and you went down at half time, and you were served booze from the stalls in Ibrox, where they serve you pies and coke and bottle, but they cannot sell you alcohol. 
But it's uh, you can drink at any football match in the world, anywhere. I've been around the world. I've seen football. Check Ian's comment. Check Ian's comment. Hi, guys. Good morning from Perth, Australia. I go to the AFL games. You can drink as much as you want, and fans don't want to kill each other. I'm not saying they love each other, but violence is non existent. Exactly. So, hello, uh, Perth, Australia. Thank you very much for tuning in. Yeah, we are the only place that I know of you cannot have a drink. I mean, I'm sure I'm, sure I'm wrong with this. I'm sure there's other places, but I am, we are the only place that the government will not let you have a drink. And it's, and it's all about control. And that's what they're doing. It's it's control. And it's pathetic. Treat us like adults. You behave like adults. You treat people like children. They'll behave like children. I've had this when I used to work at sea. You treat people like children. They will behave like children. Treat them like adults with respect, but give them boundaries and say, you cannot do things. They are, they are they pretty much adhere to that. You've always you know, the odd nutter who will go above it, but you deal with it. You get that you're anywhere, just, though, don't you? Of course you do. It's every walk of life. You can't, just, you can't just drink at games. You, you can't drink in buses going to games. You see the police yeah. tweeting oh. pictures of the, the staff that they've managed to take off fans. Going to, you see them going heading up to like Dingwall and all that, and they're, they're getting stopped in buses. You're like, this is, this is absolutely pathetic. You know what I mean? It's, it really right. is bad. Yeah, Aye. and yet, 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 two tweets later, you see a guy with a machete going, "Look at me! I'm like, I get this party. It's not right. That isn't it right. Again, that's a topic for another day. Listen, listen. It's the it's it's totally the government up here, in my opinion. And not just them. Obviously, the current government that has been before that as well. Obviously, but they don't trust us. They don't. They don't. Football is the demon of society. We are the problem for sectarianism, for everything, right? No, it's not. It's a society problem. It's how people are brought up. You bring somebody up correctly, they won't do that. Right? It doesn't matter. Just because you put a Rangers tab on or a Celtic tab on, you're going to turn around and break it. Blame Rangers and Celtic. Yep. yep. I think if they, if they start allowing people to drink, it will turn into the 1980 Scottish Cup final again, which is just bonkers, isn't it? It's crazy, mate. Yeah, crazy. exactly. That's, that's 40 years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, you know... It's another generation now, you know what I mean? Geese up there, break here. Those days have passed. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Anyway, we've passed the deadline for Christmas, apart from season ticket uh, wallets and socks. However, still go to Colton Street, man. Still buy a hoodie, buy a coaster, buy a t-shirt, buy, I don't know what else you can get now, mugs, you can get travel mugs, you can get pens, well, you can't can quite get pens yet. They were, they're exclusive to you, Paul. And, you, know, you can't quite get a pad yet, right? But, I don't know, there's, there's stuff flying around up here. But that might be coming. <laughs> you, can, you can get drawstring bags, though. You can, go and do that, guys, because you're putting money back oh, into Rangers yeah. Football Club. <laughs> you're putting money back into Rangers Football Club, and that's what we're all here to do. I think we're we'll maybe just about there. T-shirts, hoodies, the whole works. Go and do it. The hell. The hell, Shabang. Yep, and uh, oh, don't forget, as we as we always say, we do not get a penny. It all goes towards the RYDC Rangers Youth Development. So go support your club. And if you like the podcast, buy your hoodie for all your shoplifting needs. Right. <laughs> I said it. I said it. And a travel mug. The travel mug. So you can heat up your coffee as you put on the the hoodie to go down and shoplift. We don't condone shoplifting though. Yeah. Shoplifting in the big stores, no. <laughs> <laughs> Go 
Connie's supposed to write and help yourself. <laughs> You're no one it's not shite, but anyway, that's another matter. That's another matter. Definitely go to Coulton Street. I have to say, be honest, don't, don't steal from jumbo sales. No, no, don't. It's no nice. It's no nice. Um, Hoodie for Crumble Presents. Perfect. Yes, you're right. I've, I've actually bought some for people because um, I'm sad. And I've bought some. So I don't get it for nothing, by the way. <laughs> I, I buy it the same as you because I want my club to get the money. Do you remember? Um, so that's what we've got. But Christmas is coming up. Obviously, this is our last podcast um, before Christmas. I feel as though we should address why we went on last night because we had planned to have a big Christmas special with Gregory Vignal and and I had been messaging Gregory all day. It's not his fault at all. Um, I'd been messaging Gregory all day, and he was looking forward to coming on the pod and answering questions and talking to, you know, supporters like us and the guys who watch the pod and stuff like that. Sadly, Marcy didn't let him at the last minute. Marcy says they're not allowed to talk to the media. I'm not the media. None of us are the media. Well, okay, Derek's kind of is, right, to be fair, but it's, he's done in Bolton and that. You know, he's doing the Bolton games. He's no right. Scottish media. He's no one of them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he's doing South. So... <laughs> Cheating bastards, lads, in 92-93, and then when the letters of Gregory, Ur Gregory take, Ur Gregory on the pod. I can't believe that Derek Clark has cost us Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked and shunned. So that was, guys, that was quite a late uh, call off last night as well. So we thought rather than we tried to get, now Stephen Smith is coming on the pod in the new year, that's arranged. I tried to bring it forward to the night and that's why we postponed the show for the night. But Stephen's busy. Um, So sadly, um, he couldn't come on, but he will be on in the new year. And everybody's looking forward to that because uh, Stevie Smith talks a lot of sense if you're listening to Rangers TV. Um, and he's also been through our youth development process. Yeah. So, again, everything that we're promoting here goes back to that. So, hopefully, that'll come about in January time. And we'll maybe if Greg leaves Marseille in the future, we can get Greg on. Well, hope, no, hope, no, in all seriousness, I hope he doesn't. I, I hope Greg uh, is, is very successful in Marseille and, and doing what he does within this particular area. Um, and uh, I hope he doesn't leave soon, but I hope Marcy realise we're not media, we're just a fan's podcast who want to discuss yes. his time with Rangers. And that's basically all it is. So if you're watching um, uh, Marseille, um, please let him come on. And if uh, if it helps, we'll put a brown envelope towards it. <laughs> don't know what's in it, but when you're getting Boydie on, I don't think we'll get Boydie on. <laughs> it'll be, be pod gear. That's what we'll be in. <laughs> I don't yeah. think we'll get Boydie on. I think that's all sorted. We're, we're <laughs> <laughs> now, now, there's somebody who's Brian Lydrop racing through his head every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Closest he ever got to him, really, was when he handed him his boot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so, aye. Peaceful Warrior says we could send we could send them a hoodie. Send Marcy a hoodie. I'm a bit high. Mark Mitchell, Neil McCann, got to go for him. Put the feelings oh, up for McCann. If, if Neil McCann was sat here with us, I'd probably spontaneously combust because the guy <laughs> just talks so much sense. He's just, I, I could listen to Neil McCann all night. Yeah. He's so knowledgeable. You know, yes. and, and yeah, I just, he's, he talks so much sense. He talks far more sense than me. And I talk the most sense of us all on the podcast. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> ah, the silence there. 
yeah, yeah, tumbleweed everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I get it. <laughs> no, we will keep trying for guests, guys. Obviously, it's um, it's I have put the feelers with an Otty Hulk Hogan. See if he'll come on um, and retell the story when he was tweeted by a Rangers great and myself. Um, but sadly, I've not received a response for the Hulk stuff. I keep doing that to him. Come on, I'll know the Um So. <laughs> So, well, hopefully, Stevie Smith's a definite, um, and there's another few that we've got planned that hopefully will be, hopefully, hey, hopefully, be coming on in the future. But I think we're just about there. Final pod for Christmas. We will be back for one pod, I think, through Christmas and New Year. Po- hopefully, two. Hold on. Was this the last one before Christmas? Well, Christmas is next Friday, mate. Unless you want to do a pod Christmas Day, but I many people are tuning in. I thought you were going to do one before Christmas, as in maybe next Wednesday or Thursday. That's okay, because I, if, if I'd known that, I'd have put my Santa hat on. I know, well, I was going to get some Christmas things as well, but sadly, the, the, I've had a busy week at work this week, and it's been no <laughs> Get your bubbles out for the boys. Um, so, the last one, hopefully we will have two through Christmas and New Year. We'll definitely have one, and it'll be the pre-match Old Firm one. <gasps> hopefully, hopefully we have a post-match Old Firm one. We were all buzzing again. Yeah, After it's a it's fine victory. Result dependent. <laughs> However, um, if we don't see or hear from anybody on Twitter, then we wish everybody who tunes into your pod and interacts with us a Merry Christmas for everybody that's on the pod because you help make the pod, guys. This is now what is this now seventh the seventh month of the podcast has grown quite a lot in that time, no massively but it's grown a good bit in that time and we're grateful for everybody who tunes in and buys merchandise for the Rangers Youth Development Company and things like that, so um, Merry Christmas for all of us Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on Did we do predictions guys? <laughs> no <laughs> Rounding that up there No we didn't we? Right Paul, prediction for Saturday 2-0 2-0. Derek? Well, I've already went on record and said it's going to be 4-0 plus, so I'm, go- I'm going to stick my neck in the line and say that. Okay. Five, I'm going to go 3. 3 to the famous. 3-0. Um, so, yes. Merry Christmas. Everybody. Um, I hope Santa is good to everybody and I hope he brings us all that we really want and that's 3 points on the 2nd of January. I hope your team wins, guys. Merry Christmas to you all. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Derek. Hope you have a smashing Christmas as well, lads. Um, And I shall catch his pre-match Celtic. So excited already. Could it not just be that day? Could it not? You look great for all (laughs) of us. It's amazing, Can it not just be that day, no? (laughs) Hashtag keep that fever on.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.